0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: My Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we're uh, heading to the dentist with with Shred.
0: Why not? We're glad to see him back. He's not having a great time, unfortunately. (laughs) He is not. But uh,
1: yes, the episode is called The Tooth Hurts, though, actually, uh, I noticed that the title on Amazon was slightly longer.
0: Mm, Yeah, Amazon have it as The Tooth Hurts, doesn't it? Hmm. Um, I mean Feels like I... it should be don't it but you know <laughs> <laughs> what do we know
1: <laughs> Well uh, we will share the blurb it's always interesting to see how they compare now we've got the mm. two of them um, so this is what Wikipedia had to offer Todd is on top of the world and everyone <laughs> wants a piece of him including Jessica that is actually technically true though it implies something else when you see it written down like mm. that
0: That's true actually yeah
1: Todd asks Liz for help with his te- televised headline America interview also accurate Liz is still harboring feelings for Todd and the hopes that they'll
0: get back together <laughs> okay see so now yeah they've made the mistake of going on for too long and that's when they start to get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> true she finds
1: herself falling back in love with him we'll go that far it's more mm. him to be honest During his interview he makes his feelings and interest in her shockingly and publicly clear. (gasps) Oh that is true. Hey. But yeah, but you kind of think it might go a certain way. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. Actually quite impressed by that. Okay, what what has Amazon got to give us? It is
0: much more succinct. It is simply (laughs) Todd lands an interview on TV and needs Liz's help. Also accurate. Mm, There you go. You see, they they don't fall into the trap, although they still manage to get it wrong sometimes. (laughs) They keep it to like one short sentence and that's all you get. (laughs) Very
1: sensible. Well, we begin this episode at school and there's a very nice shot panning across the lockers as first Enid, then Cheryl, and then Winston all all, all open their lockers. Mm -hmm. And then they're joined by what Winston calls the Shred Man.
0: Hooray, I was so glad to see him. Same. <laughs> and <laughs> Winston's so glad to see him too. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah, he's missed him as much as we have.
1: Yeah. But um sadly, uh shred to and Head says, There's no joy in
0: Shredville. Uh-huh. And why? Poor <laughs> Shred, he's just bit, he's back from the dentist uh and has unfortunately learned that he has no less than five cavities. Ay, I guess that means why mm. billings. Yeah. Or at least fillings to be done because yeah, mm. ouchie.
1: Yeah. Well, I've managed to reach 47 and three quarters years old without a single filling touch wood. <gasps> so No way. Uh, yeah. I don't I wow. genuinely am amazed. that that is that really is impressive. What and I should you? say, like I go to the dentist every six months for a checkup, like and a 2 yeah. clean So it's not like I don't have any fillings and I haven't been to the dentist since nineteen ninety. <laughs> All good here. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Um, but uh, Shred can't understand why he has so uh, so many cavities because he brushes he flosses he even chews the gum that you know four out of five dentists recommend (laughs) Um, so uh, the others are very supportive I don't think
0: Oh, well, it kind of looked like they were going to be, yeah. because I think they all kind of chime in like Enid and Sharon are like, oh, yeah, I had a cavity once. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, and then Winston says that, uh, yeah, the time that he had one, it was nothing compared to the six needles in his jaw uh, and the smell of teeth burning from the hey. drill. So he's really winding Shred right up. <laughs> and then he strolls off hilariously, making
1: very realistic drill noises. Yeah, <laughs> I liked <laughs> So Shred opens a chocolate bar And Cheryl is like uh, If you've got five And in fairness I appreciate the sweet things Is about The uh, the anti-sweets in this episode Is really about somebody Who has loads of fillings And is clearly eating lots yeah. of chocolate It's not like
0: a creepy
1: weight loss thing
0: no 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 not at all it's very much his teeth are in bits because he's just eating too much sugar
1: (laughs) as we find out because Cheryl says look uh, you should cut back on candy you know you've got all these dental problems but Mm. Fred's like I never touch it and they're like what the fuck (laughs)
0: yeah because he is literally horsing into a huge bar of chocolate as he's saying all this uh but he insists that chocolate is not candy it's one of the four food groups along with uh what is it ice cream count chocula and microwave burritos (laughs) i mean that's the food pyramid i'm here for but uh... (laughs) that sounds great (laughs)
1: uh by the way edith and uh and cheryl call him reggie throughout this
0: episode Mm. which surprised me because they're all pals but... that's true it does seem kind of interchangeable I feel like Liz calls him Reggie as well a good bit yeah so much for all this please to call me Shred he's, yeah I know Winston definitely calls him Shred oh yeah he does, he's probably yeah. the only one that consistently calls him Shred Yeah.
1: Hmm. well um, yeah she says look chocolate is loaded with sugar it's really bad for your teeth and he's like how much of it do you eat and uh, you know he's just revealed he thinks it's one of the food groups and uh, Shred's like oh not much and of course Opens his locker and lots of chocolate bars
0: fall out. It's very, it's very well done in fairness. Like there is so much chocolate spilling out of that locker. (laughs) It's a great visual gag. I have to give him that.
1: (laughs) And I do like those kind of despairing glances that (laughs) Edith and Cheryl exchange. (laughs) (laughs) So the credits roll. And then we return to the gym and Todd...
0: So Todd, yes, is in his basketball gear. He is flanked by cheerleaders uh, for what turns out to be a photo shoot. Um, so <laughs> Jessica, of course, is doing her best to like stand in front of him and steal the limelight. And she's like, why is all this anyway? Huh. So uh, Todd is like, it's it's a, a high school hot shots photo shoot. And he's like, you're not one. Um, yeah. So Jessica is just like Ugh, rolling her eyes at all of this and saying, my God, all of this for unlucky basket. It's where he invented smudge proof lipstick. I have to say,
1: speaking of beauty, uh, Jessica has super nineties eyebrows in this episode. Mm, like, very much so. The reason that I didn't dare pluck my eyebrows back in the 90s um, <laughs> because I was scared they'd end up exactly like that. Oh boy. <laughs> it was a dark time for people. Well, <laughs> rather, not dark enough for people's eyebrows because
0: <laughs> they were barely there.
1: <laughs> there's quite a few people my age whose eyebrows never grew back. Oh, some of them just didn't recover. Uh, yeah. Sympathy with any listeners for whom this is the case. Mm. So, uh, Todd is really being quite obnoxious in this Mm -hmm. scene. And, um, yeah, the photographer isn't particularly interested in Jessica, so that's wild her up more. But then Manny arrives. Deck out in one of his many suits. Where are you getting the money for all these suits,
0: Manny? Like, come on. You know, what's what's the commission? And who's, like, what's, how much is Todd getting paid for all these interviews and... (laughs) Photo shoots and whatnot. Because, yeah, Manny Breeze is in this suit. He's also now wearing like a, a headset for, I guess, his phone. Uh, so he's very businessman on the go uh, at this point. And he reveals that he's scored an amazing interview for Todd with Headline America, no less.
1: And Jessica feigns amazement that uh, anybody could want, any media outlet could want to talk to Todd. Mm. And it's like, you know, why are they to you? Were you ducked by aliens? So... <laughs> Apparently it's about high school sports stars, and they saw the shot mm-hmm. on ESPN. But it's like all of America is obsessed with this fucking shot as Sweet Fat. Yeah,
0: pretty much. You know, and I don't know. It's, <laughs> high school sports are just a different thing in America <laughs> compared to secondary school sports here, I feel like oh, it's just
1: Well, we have seen Friday night lights, so yeah. There
0: you go. And I watched Air over the weekend and it was all about like high school basketball players like were a big part of all of that oh yeah yeah like because they're watching kids like from high school to then see where they go and then the college is trying to recruit them and then it's a whole thing like it literally starts in high school like these kind of big basketball careers so there is a somewhat national interest in them I guess you know it does seem completely ridiculous it is completely ridiculous they're children but like (laughs) but this does kind of ring true I guess to certain fair enough diehard sports fans Mm.
1: (laughs) Well, Jessica is planning to ride on Todd's sporty coattails because it turns out that they want to interview uh, Todd's pals for Todd Wilkins' Up Close and Personal, which is part <laughs> of the show. And uh, Jessica's like, oh, well, there's one of your closest friends. And Todd and Maddie burst out laughing. And Todd's <laughs> like, oh, and you said she didn't have a sense of humour.
0: Um, but Jessica's determined, She is. Yes, she's insistent on this. And she's like, well, who better to talk about the star basketball player than the star cheerleader? Like the star cheerleader who was off the squad in the last episode because (laughs) she was on academic probation. But OK. But yeah, so Todd obviously hears this and he just thinks to himself or he actually says to her, well, you know, off the top of my head, hmm, anyone. (laughs) So he's just not interested in Jessica being part of this.
1: And I mean, Todd is an uh, annoying obnoxious douchebag in this episode, but uh, I
0: still enjoy seeing Jessica sort of knocked out. I know, you kind of have to pick your battles here, really, isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get another fun scene transition because a triangle opens up on the screen and sort of pulls back to be like the triangle of pool balls at the moon beach.
0: I love it. Someone's having great fun with these transitions. And I'm here for it. Go go nuts. Be your most creative self, whoever's editing these. (laughs) (laughs) This editor probably has an Oscar by now. (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
1: (laughs) Well, Cheryl and Edith, who was wearing a patient leather baker boy today. Mm, she's, she's mixing it up. She has quite an array of hats in this episode, but um, <laughs> they're having a game when Shred comes in wailing. Where is it? Where is it? And uh, he produces a hip flask from one of the pool table pockets. <laughs> he's got a
0: problem, yeah. I think Enid actually finds the hip flask in the table Oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, But like, Cheryl sees this and she does have this big smile on her face and she's like, okay, what's in it? What's going on here? So she takes it uh, and Shred is trying to get it back off her. He's like, oh, it's uh, it's orange juice. I need my vitamin C. Uh, But Cheryl has a sniff and reveals that it's actually chocolate syrup. (laughs) (laughs) And Shred chugs some of it down and offers it to the others. And Cheryl is
1: like, you are addicted. (laughs) You know, you need to take care of this. And He's like, oh, I can quit any time. And Cheryl sort of nods sagely and Enid is like, denial. <laughs> Enid says she's worried about Trent and he's like, I take the odd nip, but never before 10 a.m. So
0: Cheryl has a challenge. Yeah, she says, can you go the rest, uh, goes out of it, Go without it for the rest of the day? And he's like, yeah, totally. So She's like, all right, prove it. So Shred says, yeah, I will. But after lunch and then like immediately opens up some kind of like chocolate Twinkie looking type of thing and just like gets stuck into that. So (laughs) not just yet.
1: (laughs) By the way, speaking of Twinkies, I found out this weekend that what Americans call a ho-ho is a Swiss roll. No way. Yes. I I don't know why this was so surprising to me. but uh... thought surprising to me too, to be honest. (laughs) All these mysterious American snacks that we just see references
0: to. We've heard about them for years. We never know what they are unless we go to a huge amount of effort to get them. I remember my friend came back from America on holidays. I think it was their honeymoon, actually. (laughs) They came back and brought back Twinkies and like saved them until we were all together so we could try them. And we were so disappointed because they are Fucking garbage! Oh
1: my god, all these American sweet snacks. So sorry, North Americans, but they are all disgusting. <laughs> it's like when you have
0: Hershey's chocolate kisses. You're like, what Ugh. is this?
1: <laughs> this is <so> hideous.
0: <laughs> I feel like we've slandered American chocolate before uh True on the have. main show, but we'll do it again. We'll do <laughs> it again. Happily, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of foodstuffs, we cut to the Moon Beach where uh, Winston comes up to Todd and offers him a Super Todd burger. Um, and it turns out Todd is making a
0: list and checking it twice. <laughs> he's compiling his list of close personal friends for interview. Uh, so Winston asks if he's on it. And like Todd is just oh. so. Awful. Even to Winston, who is his longtime buddy, like he's literally just handed him a huge burger. But he's like, oh, is this burger free? Uh, And Winston's like, yeah, sure. So Todd's like, well, then, yeah. And like my notes here just say, dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to get worse.
1: (laughs) Because Jessica, now she is wearing an astonishing
0: outfit. Jessica's outfits in this episode in particular are just like... Full Romeo and Michelle or something. I don't yes! know what's going Oh on. my god, that's exactly it. Is. It's very that vibe, isn't it? Just like fluffy trim everywhere. She's rocking a fucking beret. I feel like in this scene, she, she just is. got every trim and accessory going, and I love it.
1: Oh, and so many pastels. So she's wearing mm. this sort of, um, almost like a a, a pucci print. It's actually a really nice print in pastel pinks and greens, mm. and it's got a fluffy trim. She's accessorized it with a pastel sort of lavender neckerchief mm-hmm. and a beret.
0: Love it. And she's mad for the neckerchiefs anyway, lady. Yeah. But this is just like, now she's got a hat on. <laughs> just oh. like, go for it, Jessica, do your thing. <laughs> it
1: is fantastic. And uh, she boots Winston out of the way and says, no one's more <laughs> qualified to talk about Todd than she is. And um, he, uh, because he apparently all his relationships and friendships are entirely transactional. He points out that uh, she doesn't do anything for him and he lists all the things his other uh, long-suffering friends God. do for him.
0: That's the thing, yeah. He kind of goes down through the list and says, well, Winston gives me free fries, so he's on the list. Reggie helped me through my breakup with Liz, so he's on the list. Manny's my manager, so obviously he's on the list. And it's just like, God, Todd, you are such a piece of shit. Like, what is this?
1: (laughs) He is gross. And uh, she says, oh, look, well, I gave you a lift from school that time. And he's like, you gave, I gave you a lift. And she sort of huffs, if you want to be picky. Mm-hmm. And she leaves the the booth as Manny takes her place. And um, Manny reveals that they have a little problem with the interview.
0: Mm. Yeah, Manny's stressing out. Apparently, the interview is going to be done by Peggy Waters, who is apparently the piranha of primetime, <laughs> uh, who routinely loves to humiliate jocks well
1: cocky Todd thinks he'll be fine he's like oh I'll just wing it as usual and Hmm. Manny uh, says that's what Teddy Touchdown Thomas thought and Todd's
0: like never heard of him Exactly, says Manny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, apparently Pe- Peggy made this guy look so stupid that the colleges wouldn't touch him. Oh, Lord. Uh, but then Manny's like, yeah, but you know, he's got a great job now in Burger Shack and fucking somewhere in Montana. Uh, so Todd is actually kind of starting to think, oh God, maybe I do actually need to do some kind of preparation for this interview after all.
1: Well, Jessica is in the foreground of this shot, listening in, of course. So uh, she slides back in and says <laughs> she'll... Um, be his assistant because what's most important on TV isn't what he says it's what he wears so she'll Mm -hmm. be his image consultant and apparently his his shirt screams bought by mama and no girl (laughs) will pay attention to
0: that to him when he's wearing that but luckily some extras are here to contradict her (laughs) Hooray. Yeah. So a group of, I think, cheerleaders walk yeah. by and it's just like, Hi, Todd, just as she said that. So Todd gets to very smugly look at Jess and say, mm, You were saying? Uh, he is so
1: smug and she's really annoying. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> well, we cush to the Oracle office where they're clearly saving. T- they used to have a big Oracle sign and that was mm. clearly costing too much money because now they just <laughs> have the Oracle logo on a whiteboard. Oh. <laughs> it's hard times at the Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, do they have to sell the sign for firewood or something? <laughs> well, Todd asks Liz at her extremely flippy hair. <gasps> so flippy. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> like, I've never seen hair as flippy as this. And it's so funny because Liz doesn't usually change up her hair that much no. from episode to episode. But this was just so like deliberate and unusual for her. It was gas. She looks like Lady <laughs> Miss Miscure from D-Light. Yes, it was very that. It's OG Lila at that mad rave. Oh! <laughs> Groove is in the
1: heart. (laughs) Well, Todd has finally seen, you know, how serious this situation is. And he says that uh, Peggy Winters will eat him alive and typically charmless before he actually, you know, asks her politely for a favor. He's like, Mm -hmm. you've got to help me. Then he says, please
0: eventually yeah Um, yeah he's insisting that she's the only one who really knows him so he basically just wears her down because Liz isn't really into the idea at first No, doesn't think it's a good idea but um eventually yeah she relents when he's kind of starting to be some bit sincere uh, and she says yeah okay but she then points out to uh, to tell manny to stop sending her the daily todd report because it's becoming a fire hazard and oh. it cuts to like an absolute table absolutely heaving with like paper files and <laughs> folders and <laughs> data just like way too much stuff ah uh,
1: see email would have saved that this is this is the i think this is the year i got my first email uh um, account so uh-huh. that would have saved a lot of paper <laughs> well we cush to a despairing shred in the Casa del
0: Shred um, <laughs> crying I can't take it I can't take it and then he gives in he does. So he kind of like rushes. He's rushing around his room that we've seen before, mm-hmm. uh, and he kind of goes to like his bedside locker, and there's a drawer just absolutely full of chocolate. Uh, and then it kind of cuts to him with this like dreamy look on his face, and like there's chocolate all over his face, all over his mouth. He's an absolute mess. Um, and he kind of falls back onto the bed. But you can see then he's wearing these really cute like the polka dot yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're adorable. <laughs> And he's sighing, chocolatey goodness. <laughs> he's so sweet.
1: <laughs> um, But uh, he sadly goes from uh, chocolatey goodness to a terrifying nightmare. With, <laughs> no. With a, with a dentist. We know it's a dream, by the way, because it's black and white. And all his red yes. streams are black and white. Like his memory. <laughs> or,
0: or his flashbacks. Like a <laughs> flashback dream. Who knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a dentist coming at him with a giant like you know, uh,
0: power tool. Power kind of drill, tool yeah. drill.
1: Yeah. And going only 87 cavities <laughs> and we're all out a Novocaine. So Dream Shred screams.
0: Oh no. Yeah. He, <laughs> the Dentist has this big evil laugh again, which is very reminiscent of the like imaginary shred when they, or no, well, yeah, when Winston was thinking he was going to come along and be like an evil Nazi over oh, yeah. <laughs> the moonbeach. It yeah, just reminded me of that again, because the caption was literally evil LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: Well, this is definitely evil laughter, but will mm. it be enough to make Fred uh, Shred change his ways? Mm. We cut to the Casatel Wakefield and Liz is telling Todd through the video camera, because she's filming him, mm-hmm. uh, sit up straight because, you know, he has to look his best for the camera. Um, and he's freaking out and he does quite nicely say he really appreciates her being there for him. Mm. Um, and uh, she's like, well, just because we're not dating doesn't mean I don't care about you. But she's trying to get him to focus, and he's kind of coming on to her.
0: Yeah, he's being very like flirty, and he's like, "Oh, but you're so distracting all Uh, this." And Liz kind of... Liz isn't. She is trying to stay on task, like and kind of get this thing done and help him out here. But he he kind of keeps yeah going all flirty with her, and I was very annoyed by it.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's like she is doing him a favor, and he's just really like dicking around. He's taking the piss. Yes. So, uh, yeah, she's, um, she, he, he says he misses her. He missed her and she seems okay with it, but she's, um, she changes the subject. She wants to get off, mm. on task. And so yeah. she asks him a sample question, like, what do you think, you know, do you think it's okay that high school athletes get preferential treatment to others? And he's like, sure, it doesn't bother me. Uh, and then <laughs> realizes from the <laughs> horrified look in her face that that was a bad answer <laughs> um, and she says look you're all over the place just look me in the eye and he's like
0: like this Ugh, and then
1: and the inevitable happens
0: of course they kiss because even up to this point it's like Liz she wasn't hating it but she wasn't exactly encouraging the flirtatiousness either but yeah they do end up leaning in for a kiss anyway at this point <laughs>
1: but they're interrupted by jessica again in full rome and michelle drag
0: oh my god this outfit it's (laughs) incredible like holy shit (laughs) describe it please if you can, so it's well, you know, I, I'll do my best. It's it's like a little, it's a lime green top with like big white polka dots on mm-hmm. it, and it's like I've I've crop top written down, but that doesn't really do it justice because no. it's also kind of like uh, it's got like a it's tied kind of just underneath, but there's also like a big white collar on it and long sleeves. It's wonderful. Like she's also wearing like white trousers, and then is holding a handbag that matches the like lime green and polka dots pattern of the top. Like it's such an ensemble. I was like, please tell me she's going somewhere that deserves this outfit. Because what is this? Sort of implied. This is just like her daily casual wear. She's just popping around, like yeah, just in the door from the mall. Like where are you going? Well, she doesn't
1: seem in any way surprised to see Liz and Todd going in for a smooch mm. and says, you know, tell me, Todd, what will it take to be on your friendship list? And in a very weird flex, Todd says, be my slave. Ew.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. She shoots back immediately, though, thankfully, with uh, how about endorsement coordinator?
1: (laughs) And then they have a little bit of sort of back and forth where Uh they sort of haggle their way through potential things because she's like (laughs) fan club president and he's like club secretary. And then (laughs) she says uh, executive assistant. And then he throws his car keys at her and tells her to fill up the tank. But uh, Jessica's not doing
0: this. No, she's like, I don't even pump my own gas, uh, and he kind of just gives her a look. So she's like, "All right, fine, I'll get Winston to do it." <laughs> so she's got a new role now with his executive assistant.
1: <laughs> so she heads off, and Todd wants to, you know, pick up where they left off. But Liz, and it, for one second, she's like, "Oh, I'm not sure this is a good idea," mm. but then she goes for it.
0: Yeah, she does.
1: Then we got quite a delightful scene where uh Shred, looking very determined, walks into the moon beach and cries, Attention, compadres! <laughs> and then announces, My name is Shred, and I'm a
0: chocaholic. Oh, he stands up on the table and yeah. everything to do this. He's he's taking his moment, uh, and everybody applauds him. It's really cute. <laughs> it is, and Cheryl and Enid look so proud
1: of him. They were like oh. they were looking at him in this sort of very fond way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they congratulate and say now he needs to find sort of the next step mm-hmm. um, and Shred's out his bell, it said so <laughs> the only way is to go
0: cold turkey but uh, Enid's heard stuff about that. Oh boy, so Enid's back on her, <laughs> her family values uh, bandwagon and reveals that apparently her aunt Dorothy went cold turkey trying to quit her apple fritter habit. Uh, Cheryl unwisely asks apple fritters which then prompts Enid to list every imaginable combination of words that could go with apple fritter <laughs> she's just like oh sure apple fritter pancakes apple fritter pie uh, it kind of cuts back like some time has passed and yeah. she's still going she's like apple fritter cordon bleu and, and like Cheryl's ha- head is just like on her hands she's yeah. just like oh my god get me out of here why did I even encourage this
1: <laughs> the, when it, when Ina just sort of kicks off her litany of apple fritter recipes Cheryl does have a really hilarious sort of oh Christ
0: what have I done yeah. look like, at her face <laughs>
1: (laughs) So when Edith finally finishes her list, Shred looks completely stunned and dazed and he's ripped up a bunch of napkins and he throws them into the air. (laughs) So Todd enters to a round of applause. And as my notes say, don't these fucking saps have anything better to do?
0: obviously not although there was a delightful little shout from an extra somewhere in the background just going way to go it's like all he did was walk into the diner but okay sure that's enough in this town yeah
1: well Winston shows Todd to his special (laughs) corner booth that
0: now has a fucking altar to Todd above us it basically has like Todd memorabilia on the wall it's like his framed basketball jersey there's a velvet rope that has a little sign on it that says Todd only and then he flips it around when Todd sits down that says Todd is in
1: (laughs) it's not like it's made out of cardboard it is like a professionally Mm -hmm. fashioned like little plaque (laughs) Todd correctly says this is insane
0: Yeah, but he loves it.
1: Oh, he absolutely <laughs> does.
0: And then uh, Winston shows him a t-shirt he'd like him to wear during the interview. Yes, and um, it's uh, it's that t-shirt that well, maybe not the exact one the t- that Winston himself was wearing in the last episode. That's like uh, I ate at the Moon Beach uh, before the big shot. It's got like a big picture of Todd's face on it.
1: <laughs> then Jessica shows up, but
0: she's wearing a t-shirt with her own face on it. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, here's I've discovered what you should wear and like proudly holds up this like white t-shirt with a picture of her face on. It's like, come on now, Jessica. That seems like a stretch even for her that he would wear that.
1: Winston's like, what? No way, he's wearing this. But Jessica's like, you can't wear a polyester blend advertising a greasy place like this. And uh, Winston is very defensive about their frying techniques.
0: But uh, Mm -hmm. Jessica
1: says, whatever you say, geeky gourmet, which I quite
0: liked. (laughs) That was pretty good, in fairness. I do love a bit of alliteration.
1: (laughs) Well, Todd isn't going to wear any shirt. And uh, speaking of shirts, he's got some instructions for Jessica.
0: Yeah, he points out that there's a big pile of uh, dirty clothes in his car. And Jessica's like, wow, how fascinating. But uh, Todd tells her that uh, if she wants to be on his, uh, his list and get on Headline America, then she better make it her business to get to the dry cleaners with all his laundry Uh, and I do love this for Winston because he has such a big delighted smile on his face (laughs) to see Jessica being told to go do someone's laundry like he's absolutely loving this moment and I'm loving it for him
1: same (laughs) well we cut to the interviews, the uh, um,
0: the friend ones. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> so we got Todd Wilkins' interview, take one. So the first is Winston uh, wearing a Moon Beach baseball cap, and he takes a, a, the opportunity to do a little hat.
0: Yeah, he just fully promotes the diner for his whole slot. He's just talking about coming on down to the moon beach and is just plugging it for every inch that he can get. And you know what? Why not? He's running that place single-handedly, so Oh you know.
1: I mean, seriously, <laughs> like I was amazed to see him in school because it's, it's a full-time was, job as well. Genuinely,
0: I was relieved to see him in school. I was <laughs> like, I'm so glad that he's still getting his education because I too am starting to worry about this. <laughs>
1: well we got to eat it be be decked in purple including a purple Mm. beret somebody had a like I don't know the costume designer went wild (laughs) at the beret shack
0: Uh, (laughs) in a two for one (laughs) deal.
1: and uh, they start the interview she starts talking about Todd but then says before we get going can I say hello to my family and the unseen uh, cameraman says sure and of course in it unrolls a
0: whole scroll of paper and begins oh it's like a receipt from Lidl or something it's yeah. so long she's just like okay so hi to cousin amelia in detroit how's your lower intestinal tract cousin angus says keep eating oatmeal and then she just goes on and on and on <laughs> listing out and loaded this person and that person cuz you know it's enid so yeah. yeah it's it's one family member after another
1: <laughs> well we cut to manny and he lists all of todd's various upcoming engagements mm-hmm. including his <laughs> <laughs> the service he offers which really did surprise me and frankly i cannot imagine as much of a profit maker seeing as it sounds a lot of trouble
0: Oh, God. Yeah. So that's it. After all the kind of regular sounding stuff, like cutting ribbons and signing basketballs, he says, if you want to hear Todd's childhood memory of the week, dial. And it's like 555 whatever yeah. big long phone number. <laughs> so they literally have a phone service where Todd will, uh, I presume a pre-recorded Todd will <laughs> inform everybody of his childhood memory of the week. And yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to see how that's a money spinner.
1: <laughs> I have to say, though, I would ring for uh, Shred's childhood memory of the week.
0: no yeah fair okay
1: he's having sort of spiritual (laughs) encounters with ice cream men and stuff it'll be a lot more entertaining in the 50s (laughs) some undetermined
0: period of time it's like yes tell me more shred
1: Well, speaking of Shred, we cut to him and he said that Todd, he says, Todd, he's like a cross between a chocolate brownie and a chocolate cupcake with frosting, you know, chocolate frosting with a side of chocolate ice cream and goes on in this vein. And then here's somebody opening a package off camera and is like, can I have a piece of that? Then we cut to
0: Jessica and her outfit is frankly deranged. Oh, my God. Amazing. Just She just keeps delivering. It's <laughs> It's so good. So yeah, I don't know. What like what what even material is that? It's pink and it's kind of see through basically. Like She's basically just wearing a black bra underneath it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a see- an entirely see-through, like, shirt. Um it's sort of sparkly but, as well. Mm, it's it's a baffling fabric. I can't figure out what it, <laughs> it is. But she uh, she starts talking about how when she first met Todd, she was in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, and then she says, but, you know, that was the theatre. But I also do uh, TV and movies. <laughs> and then goes on to say, of course, what I really want to do is direct. And then she kind of stops herself and goes, oh, wait, that's behind the camera. Never mind. And I loved <laughs> that so much, because it is such a classic, like, thing that, like, an yeah. non- Starlet says in an interview. So it's obviously just something she's heard so often that she starts parroting it and then kind of stops herself she's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> all about me. I want my face all over the place. <laughs> Which is very Jessica. So I did. I like that she caught herself in time because even as she was saying it, I was like, no, Come on now, no, you really? don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut uh, back to the Casa, and Jessica tells Liz she gave the interview of a lifetime, and the producers loved her. Um <laughs> And uh, then asks Liz, is she feeling left out because if he, she and Todd hadn't broken up, they you know Liz would be on TV. And Liz doesn't care about any of that, and is like, and besides, mm. you kept telling me to break up with them. Um, Jessica rightly says, when do you listen to my advice? <laughs> She's got her there, in fairness. <laughs> and she points out, it looks like they're awfully chummy again, which is true. Mm. Uh, and seems to surprise Je- uh, Jessica because apparently Todd is now almost as popular as she herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So Liz points out that obviously popularity has nothing to do with it for her. So she insists that actually he's different around Liz. Uh, and she kind of forgot how much fun he can be. Mm. And how much, you know, they can they enjoy each other's company. And again, when all we've seen of Todd and specifically this Todd is that he's just the worst. I don't know. I'm 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 finding it hard to buy this.
1: <laughs> Very hard. Well, we have a much more entertaining scene next because. We cut to shred uh, at a vending machine and he's trying to get a chocolatey treat out of it, but it eats his money and uh, doesn't give him the food or the treat. Mm -hmm. Um, So first of all, he starts kicking it and he's like, I'll hand it over you. Give it, you know, give me back my money, give me my chocolate. And uh, by the time Ina did a denim baker boy and Cheryl Mm -hmm. in an absolutely adorable blue floral sort of 60s print
0: slip dress, I have to say, I feel like I think Cheryl looks particularly great in this episode. I don't know what it is exactly, but she just looks so fucking good. Like she's such a babe. And I just love the neonness of like hers and Enid's outfits in this episode. It's great. Agreed.
1: Well, by the time they turn uh, up, uh, Shred is on top of the machine. (laughs) He's gone full like angry ape on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) so they're like things have gone too far and they tell him to get down and he ignores them and keeps shaking the machine so Cheryl has to (laughs) shout get your skinny surfer butt down here now oh and he does kind
0: of like slink down from the machine and he's just like I just can't take it
1: (laughs) so Cheryl says they have to beat his addiction once and for all and she knows one
0: surefire method (laughs) and what could it be why of course it's hypnotizing him with a pencil of course what else <laughs> yeah because we cut to their kind of outdoor eating area yeah. that they have in svh and, and like it does show cheryl like moving this pencil back and forth and she's like you're getting sleepy and he's sitting beside her and she's also going oh sleepy and it's like no ain't it not you <laughs> So she's like, wake up. And then
1: uh, it's like, oh, it's working. And Shred says, cool. And then they realize that he is uh, not under the spell. But finally, it does start uh, kicking in. And uh, they know that he's in a trance when Cheryl says, Reggie, can you hear me? And in the sort of dreamy way, he just goes, Cody Shreds.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he is under.
1: <laughs> so Cheryl tells him, from now on, when you think about chocolate, in um, you will instead have some. And Edith goes bananas. And Cheryl's <laughs> like, what the fuck now? And Cheryl's like, oh, just or Edith says, oh, just like bananas. But Cheryl continues, goes, you will think of water, mm. and
0: uh, then she snaps him awake. Yeah, and when she does so, then his eyes pop open and he's like, okay, let's get started. <laughs> so they're like, we did, it's done. And he's just like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't, oh, he's like, you guys didn't find out that I wet my bed till I was nine, did you? And like, Cheryl and Nina are like barely keeping a straight face here and they're like, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> when he leaves, they do
1: crack up in a very genuine and charming way.
0: <laughs> it's very charming. Again, they're being a very cute double act here and I love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They actually make when uh, they've sort of dialed down on Cheryl being mean to Enid, mm. they make a really lovely kind of double act uh, with mm. Enid being all goofy and Cheryl being the kind of eye rolling like deadpan. Yeah. And it's a uh, it's a truly delightful combo.
0: It is. It's great.
1: They sort of found a nice balance here.
0: Mm. Yes, for now anyway. We'll see yeah. what happens in the next episode because all of these things are subject to change at literally any time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever wins the right, whatever like, I don't know, dartboard the writers throw things at Honestly. to get their plots.
0: Just lashing fridge magnets and hoping for the best.
1: <laughs> well, we cut to Todd and he basically looks and acts like Dennis from Always Sunny in his campaign video. Oh my God. <laughs> yes,
0: is. <laughs> My notes were just like, he looks like a slime ball, but that is way more accurate.
1: <laughs> he's wearing a suit and he's getting ready to go in and be interviewed and Liz tells him, you'll be fine. And he goes, course I will. And then Maddie turns up also wearing a suit. Like, seriously, how do they have so many suits? No boy I, I knew, like teenage boy I knew, had one suit, let alone multiple suits.
0: No, they made the confirmation in a suit probably and that was about the height of it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So Manny uh, says, time to talk to America. And Todd puts on his fucking sunglasses
0: Ugh. and struts into the gym. He's awful. Like just, and I kind of thought like Liz was being very kind of helpful and giving him a little pep talk. But he was just like, yeah, of course I'll do great. And I was just like, "Ugh, Liz, Truly you can see now that he is still just being an absolute dickhead here. Like, it... Well, we cut to the outside cafeteria
1: space. Yeah. Um, wherever it is, and Shred joins Winston and Cheryl to reveal that Dr. Roberts the dentist was the man he (laughs) gave him a pain-free filling and uh, gave him a free toothbrush Um, so they're all delighted for him and
0: then Mm Enid sits down with some chocolate cake Oh no, she's all excited. She's like, did you guys see they have chocolate cake in the cafeteria? And then she's like, oh no, sorry, Shred. But uh, but yeah, he reassures her that uh, there's no worries because he's now chocolate free. He calls her Enid. Oh which, yeah, which I quite like. <laughs> he does that a lot, actually. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, he's cured. And they're all delighted. And uh, Enid starts uh, tucking into the chocolate cake and Shred empties an entire backpack of bananas out on the table and starts <laughs> chomping it's
0: so good he's just like oh my god it's like Donkey Kong's backpack or something (laughs) there's just so many bananas in this huge duffel bag it's so funny but yeah then Enid like Cheryl throws Enid a look and she's just like oops but
1: then they do all laugh and I have to say they are such a likeable gang
0: Shred, Ah, and Cheryl and Enid like a whole series should just be about them truly not a Wakefield to be had and it's like (laughs) just give us this I'm loving it
1: Well, we cut to the moon beach where everybody, of course, is. oh my God, like seriously, (laughs) they really need to widen their outlook. They're all Mm -hmm. looking on the screen at Todd being a total prick.
0: Oh my God. So yeah, it was obviously recorded earlier. So Todd is there too in amongst everybody and they're all watching the interview going out. And yeah, when it kind of cuts to the interview, it's like Todd calling himself a cross between Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley and Magic Johnson. It's just like, (laughs) oh God, he's the worst.
1: (laughs) and uh jessica is just excited about seeing herself on screen and then todd goes because he does not have any crams about how he's coming across he just goes hmm, this is the best fish and we see peggy waters ask him if he's worried about the upcoming upcoming big championship game mm-hmm. and uh Todd's like worried me no way and then he looks at the camera through his shades and goes Watch out, Big Mesa. Sweet Valley's gonna waste ya. <laughs> that oh, sense, I made that up myself.
0: <laughs> My notes here just a total prick. <laughs> <laughs> He's unbearable in this interview. He
1: is <laughs> sickening. And uh, Peggy Waters, uh, who, I mean, is showing heroic restraint by not rolling mm. her eyes, says that, um, doesn't comment on this, and just says they no. went out to get a pers- get the personal side of a rising superstar. And Jessica's all excited. Um, then we see Cheryl. And this does not tie in with anything I remember. Uh,
0: I no, know, because she, yeah, Cheryl does say that, like, uh, when she first moved to Sweet Valley, that Todd was the only kind of genuine person. Was he? But this is the thing, in her episode, in her first episode, he was all kind of grumpy and he didn't care that she was a model, <gasps> whereas everybody else was falling over oh, themselves to get to know true. her. But they were playing pool together in the Moon Beach and she kind of warmed to Todd and they were kind of pals at first, Uh to the point that Liz was a bit jealous, I think, because they had broken up at that stage, I think, Oh, as well.
1: well remembered. I had completely forgotten that. So. Yeah, oh. so,
0: like, her her first kind of friend, at least in that first episode that she was in, was actually Todd. And by the end of the episode, of course, her and Liz were pals. But, like, yeah, Todd was the only person who just didn't give a shit because he was just, you know, being surly as usual. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, model, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Which she actually liked. I guess it was genuine. <laughs> yeah, genuinely unpleasant. <laughs>
1: So uh, Jessica is appalled to realise that she got cut um, from the from the finished show, and uh, Eden's been obsessed because apparently her aunt, one of her aunts traded her loom for a second have TV to watch it. Oh God. <laughs> and then Peggy Waters asks Todd if he's in a relationship.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. So Todd insists that he spends all his time thinking about basketball. So no, but then she kind of presses and she's like, well, you must have had a girlfriend at some point, you know, somebody special. And then, like, oh, my God. God. So Todd just goes, oh, you know, I dated someone for a while, but it was nothing special. I guess I just like the fucking cheek of him. But like, again, it kind of cuts back and forth between the interview and everybody's reactions to this. And Todd is still just like huge smile on his face thinking he's still the shit. Uh But like, Oh look, because he's just like, yeah, I guess I haven't found the right girl yet, and does this like really sleazy like look over the sunglasses? Like he's just vile, uh, and you do see that like he still, you know, has a big smile on his face back yeah. at the moon beach, but the crowd is turning on him now because you don't fucking diss Elizabeth Wakefield on national television, and even Jessica is kind of looking at him with yeah. absolute disgust because everyone's like what the fuck are you yeah. talking about?
1: <laughs> Winston, Enid, and Cheryl look absolutely appalled. I mean, mm. the fact that he, when he said he has a record right yet, he lowers his shades and sort mm. of points to the camera is just oh.
0: the, the, the piece de resistance of shittery. <laughs> it's almost impressive how he manages to be even grosser with every <laughs> scene. <laughs> just, you, know, you kind of have to hand it to the actor, actually, in fairness to him. Like, he's just working with what has been written for him, so... He's doing it very well because we hate him <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, Peggy Waters
1: clearly hates him too because it uh, cuts back to to her. Uh, she says, I'm sure she's out there waiting just for you. And uh, that says, "There's that's Todd Wilkins, a high school basketball star, star obviously quite pleased with himself.
0: <laughs> I don't know Has Peggy been told to like lay off the high school athletes or something, because I feel like they made it sound like she was really going to go hard on Todd, but she's letting him away with absolute murder. He
1: really is. She's given up a very soft time.
0: Yeah, she must have got a, a chat from the higher ups or something.
1: <laughs> well, we cut to Liz in the casa. She's turning off the TV and the sad guitar plays. As well it might.
0: Oh, a single tear rolls down her lovely cheek, poor Liz.
1: And that's the end of the truth hurts, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do it? I don't know. <laughs> well if that's the truth then yes oh boy yeah unfortunately I kind of thought that we were going to resolve this like Todd being an absolute asshole nope. thing but no we are tearing just this is going to go on obviously for a couple more episodes where he's just going to be absolutely unbearable uh,
1: unfortunately <laughs> well Pi Beat Alpha siblings let us know what you thought of the episode um, you know where to find us we are on twitter at podcast. Yes, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we are on Instagram at svhpodcast. And uh, you had some thoughts on the last episode. Vivian Shirley made the excellent point. Uh, You (laughs) might remember that Jessica was... uh, was exploiting nerds last week and was horrified at the thought that she might date people might think she had dated one. Uh, mm-hmm. Ann said, What's really galling for Jessica is that Melvin Kwan and the other nerds all work at Apple and Tech startups in San Francisco and are rolling in cash now. <laughs> Silly Jessica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did like how uh, news from Neon said. Uh, I love how pleasantly surprised Anna and Karen were that Todd was kind of warm and not a dick in one scene. <laughs> the bar for Sweet Valley Men is underground and like ah, oh, truth. Yeah, this is it. Is in hell, everybody. It's <laughs> just like honestly, he's, he managed to not be unbearable for all the four seconds <laughs> and we were falling over ourselves to <laughs> to forgive all. But, you know, it was short lived. <laughs> <laughs> Truly.
1: Well, Plucky Instance uh, had a few questions. She said, one, isn't it uncharacteristic for Jessica to wake up and shower before Liz? And that is a very good point. It totally mm. is. How was yes. Liz? How was Jessica going out the door while Liz was still in the shower?
0: Yeah, that is unlikely. Yeah, Jessica is a notorious like late sleeper.
1: She also said, I do not remember this from SVU. Oh, if only I had my SVU books and I could reread them all. I genuinely really want to. If anybody has a <laughs> massive stack of spares please do uh send them <laughs> over um i will pay postage uh, she asked doesn't Randy mason become a hunky stud in the svu series perhaps Randy was not available to tutor jessica in this episode <laughs> because he is working out in the stud hall and bulking up to sweep jessica off her face during freshman year at svu Wonderful! He's playing the long game. <laughs> I remember so much about SVU. Like I remember uh, charismatic sociopath William White. I remember <laughs> Tom Wildman Watts. What? Um, I remember Celine Boudreau and Mrs. Wow. <laughs> evil Southern Bell roommate. Oh, but shit. I do not remember Randy Mason. Maybe it's just that his
0: name, like he was such a like a character in one book from like really early on in the series. So maybe the name just didn't register at the time of reading. Yes, okay,
1: maybe I was more distracted by all the
0: new characters. And, well, look, uh, you and also the- had to get your head around Enid's makeover as Alexandra Rollins, you know. And, there was a lot to be getting on with.
1: <laughs> and the fact that Sweet Valley
0: University was so much more
1: diverse than Sweet Valley High that they had a black students union. Holy shit. <laughs> the BSU. So, uh, yeah, I remember all this. Do I remember Randy Mason becoming a stud? Absolutely not. So, uh, yeah, all the more reason for a reread. So uh, if anybody can hook me up, please do. Um, Claire VH said the extras were so extra this week. And they really were.
0: Oh, they were wonderful in that episode. Oh, my God. So good. I did like uh, the Libby Grant pointed out that Cheers leveraged a social murder only in Sweet Valley.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So true. Brat Easton excellent name, said, Look how Jessica never once makes the point that it was her identical twins, because she's one of the few people on Earth who could credibly claim an identical twin (laughs) impersonating her.
0: Yeah, it takes her way too long to come to that conclusion at the end of that scene. It was yeah. just like, come on, Jessica, what? clearly this is what's happened. It
1: must be Liz. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> the mystery has been solved. <laughs> um, also, uh, Ambi Cole did uh, point out there is clearly a distinction between Elizabeth and Jessica's faces. So when
0: people can't tell hmm.
1: them apart, it's hilarious. And that's the thing. I, they are not 100% identical twins.
0: No, that is true. But yeah, they're you can very, usually, very in, alike, but oh, very, yeah. But even in photos, you can you can always tell like yeah. which is which, like which is Cynthia and which is Brittany. Yeah,
1: but um, I think we can. That's definitely something we can spe- suspend disbelief on. Uh, oh, n- yeah. the not the most <laughs> ridiculous thing in these shows. And also, I think if you saw one of them in cheerleading uniform when you were in Sweet Valley, your brain would just go Jessica
0: oh, you'd automatically just fill in the blanks and be like, yeah, that's clearly what's happening here.
1: <laughs> well, listeners, uh, thank you so much for joining us for another trip to the clubhouse. <laughs> really, really appreciate you supporting the show. And uh, we very much enjoyed doing it. Every so often I it dawns on me that we don't have that many. We've, we've watched more than half the series at this <gasps> stage. Oh no, oh no, hang on. Next week we'll... Oh no, no, we definitely have. Yeah, because we're in season three. We're nearly yeah. halfway through season three now. Oh, flip. Yeah. What are we going to
0: do when we run out? It's like, what, what could possibly top this? Because I'm just having such a great time going through these episodes.
1: Seriously. I mean, send us your suggestions for the follow-up <laughs> listeners. Now, we do have yeah. a while to go before we, uh, That's before true. we end. Yeah. But...
0: Oh, yeah. We're still good for like another year and a half. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no major panic. No,
1: but uh, also, I don't think there is not enough to divide these into two, <laughs> like we're doing with <laughs> books. Speaking of the books. I am reading at the moment. I just have three hmm. percent. I think of my of the Kindle uh, file to go the next book, and oh my god, <laughs> it! I did not see anything coming. That happens in this I'm, book.
0: It's. I'm very excited. I haven't started reading it yet, but Anna has been sending me very cryptic <laughs> texts, <laughs> just saying I'm not going to spoil anything. But also, this thing happened as <laughs> all minor stuff, and all the major stuff is, has has uh, has has come my way yet. So I'm I'm very excited to see what the fuck is going on in this book. Well, the
1: only thing I will spoil for you, uh, but well, I have spoiled this for Karen already and <laughs>
0: listeners, is that we get the proper proper return of Mister Garland. Not before time. It has been fucking ages.
1: Do you know what is mental in it? Is that they go, they're back in school, but there's no real reference to like, well, that was the end of the holidays. It's just like, oh, we're in school
0: now and Halloween is in a few weeks. Okay. Oh, stop it. Like it was the height of summer when they were <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing all this. Wedding not, oh God, oh Jesus, this is going to make my brain melt out of my ears, I already know it. <laughs> oh,
1: it 100% will, well, for many, many reasons. But um, I have to say I am very much enjoying where this wild ride is taking <laughs> us. So... <laughs> we will see you back in the main feed, our Pi Beta Alpha sisters, uh, in two in one week's time. When we find out what happens when somebody is (laughs) double-crossed. But we will see you back in the clubhouse in two weeks. When we find out what happens when a new band in town
0: (gasps) rock around the block. Hell yes. (laughs) See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.